All right, I'm on the road. I'm Chrissy Standups. Okay, go to ChrisDComedy.com. I got a lot of stand-up dates this Saturday. I'm actually going to be in Newark, New Jersey at the Victoria Victoria Theater. I don't think there's any tickets left, but if you want to come and just stand outside and throw shit at me, December 2nd to the 4th, Phoenix, Arizona. December 17th, 18th, West Palm Beach, Florida. Then I'm going on tour with my baby Sally Volcano. December 26th, Grand Prairie, Texas. 27th, San Antonio. 28th, Sugarland, Texas. 29th, Chesterfield, Missouri. 30th, Columbus, Ohio. 31st, Cincinnati baby then January 14th 15th I'm in Austin Texas and then the theater tour really takes off January 21st I'm in Orlando co-headlining with fucking Andrew Dice Clay okay Chrissy Dice Chrissy and the Dice Man January 22nd Tampa 20 at the Tampa Theater 29th Atlantic City at the Borgata then the biggest one ever February 5th at the beep, 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 Beacon Theater New York City then February 11th, Washington D.C., the Warner Theater, and it's called the and they spell it with an E, so the Warner Theatre. Then February 12th, Atlanta, Georgia, the Tabernacle. March 4th, Royal Oak, Michigan. March 5th, Cleveland, Ohio. March 18th, Seattle, Washington. March 19th, Portland, Oregon. March 25th, Las Vegas. April 8th, Indianapolis. April 9th, Denver. April 29th, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And April 30th, Philadelphia at the Met. I know that's a lot of dates, but I wanted to just say this once on the pod. So go get those tickets if you live in those cities. And I really appreciate the support. ChristyComedy.com. I am gay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. We are sitting here in Boston, Massachusetts, at the Wilbur Theater, also known as the Wilbur Theatre. They spell it with an E. And it's Chris, It's my first theater tour, okay? It's my first theater that we're doing as part of the theater tour. The theater tour is called the Chrissy Chaos Theater Tour or Chrissy Theaters, everybody, hashtag CTE. Whichever way you want to slice it. I have a fruit vegetable plate on my lap because I am violently hungover. So what I've done which is just classic me, is I've sabotaged a great opportunity for myself. I went out last night and got fucking ripped on the streets of Boston. Now I have a headache, hungover, feel like I'm going to vomit, and can't barely even put a sentence together, and I have to do a podcast, all the ad reads, and two shows on my first theater tour. Well done, Chrissy. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. Pimp is over here. We're, we're, I, I like that we're here. The Wilbur's got a very small green. The, the Wilbur Theater, by the way, in Boston, first of all, it's very beaten in. It feels like it's been here for 100 years. I am sure people have died here, and there is no doubt about it. It is haunted. You just come into this place, and you know it's haunted, but I like that. I like to have a little ghost energy on stage with me. Well, this is actually something I want to get to the bottom of. When I was on the road with Nate, I had asked every theater if it, if their theater is haunted, and everyone says yes. Yeah, it's almost like your theater ain't shit unless it's haunted. You know, I want. To, I'm just gonna actually keep the. I'll keep this on my lap the whole show. Um, yeah, it's if if your theaters if your theater's not haunted, I don't want to perform there. That's yeah, you know, like I need so I need I need a stage hand to have died <laughs> sometime during this, and then and then I need them to haunt me. Oh my Dude, god, dude! And then we have a wild. I have a wild day. I am hungover. Barely slept, don't feel good, have to do a podcast, the ad reads, two, two theater shows, my first theater shows, and then drive four and a half hours home back to New York to take my daughter to the doctor at 10 a.m. Wild. But the only thing that can save me is Boston pizza. So it's coming. Regina's pizza, I think we're getting. You're about to eat three slices and fall asleep. 
No, no, no. There's not a chance in hell I won't be asleep on this little ass couch like very soon. Oh, yeah. I have to. I feel I, it. Even last night, the damage you did at 2 a.m. at that bakery. Bro, you ready? Eating, you were eating rice balls at 3 in the morning? So Sergio calls me 9 a.m., 8 a.m. this morning. He goes, yo, come meet me downstairs. God, I just had salmon, light, light breakfast. We're going to go. <laughs> and I'm headed, I'm headed to boxing. He goes, he goes, yo, I'm heading to boxing. I was like, this, what? Like that. I woke up. I was like, well, what time is that? And then he yeah, go- yeah, when you picked up the phone, I smelled your bad breath, and I knew there was a fat sheet <laughs> yeah. crease across your face. Yo. And I know your face was swollen from halal food at 3.30 in the yo, morning. Yo, my hair was like that. And then so I wake up. I, last night, me, me, homeless pimp, and creepy Steve, the guy, the, <laughs> the kid Steve Vecarelli, who's been opening up the shows. Um, really, I mean, I've never seen a guy worse with women last than night, Steve. It was so funny. There's three girls we were talking to, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the conversation that was light, he goes, "I'm poor." <laughs> yeah, he that goes. That was his opener. Yeah, and they were like. Uh. Yeah, he he was literally he was literally uh, hey, um I'm I'm on the podcast. What podcast? Uh the Chrissy Chaos podcast, Tuesdays eleven AM Eastern time. Wait, that's still going on? Yeah. <laughs> that's what's selling the tickets at the Wilbur Theater tonight that you're not at. I like that I'm doing my first theater tour. Yeah, my first my first theater, we just got TT Jerry a car and you can't drive you and my children. Up to my first theater tour because you don't care. You just want my money. Why do you look like Kim Kardashian right now? Are we the new Pete and Kimmy K? <laughs> what skinny ass picture that I put? Po- what are you talking about? Skinny ass picture that I posted? When I posted a picture of me when I was eleven. Whatever. You thought you were gonna get their attention, didn't you? Aww. Oh, yo, yo. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, now you just call, now I'm gonna be the next Bruce Jenner. Aren't you already? Um. All right. Let me call. Let me call you in a little bit. We're finishing. We're finishing this pod. I went shopping. We spent a lot of money. Sorry. Bye. Fuck. Uh, Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we spent a lot of money. Bye, bye, and then hung up like that. She hung up the phone like it was a, a rotary one, yeah, like that. And then I see they're driving my car. TT's in my car. They're they're all driving my car, and not gonna replace it with gas. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, so, um, bro, yeah. I mean, that's what I do. My family's doing. They're spending all the money. They're taking everything, and um, I. What can you do? I love them. It's what it is. It's the price. I'm paying right now is I wanted to, uh, you live and die with your choices. Just like I, just like I died this morning. I'm still currently dying with my choices from last night. We went out, we got fucking smashed. We wound up, we, we found like a nice dive bar in Boston where like they had like all like, um, they had all uh, like police badges on it, oh, yeah. you know, like real old school Boston Boston place, and we were getting drunk in there. We we're drinking beers, vodka sodas, whatever. Now it's three o'clock in the morning. We, we the only place that's open in the north end over there is this place called Bovo Bakery or Bova Bakery. Bova, I think. Bova. We go in there. I got an orange which is a rice ball, spinach and cheese rice ball, 
a cannoli and a peanut butter bomb, it was called. I ate the rice ball in the Uber, even though the Uber driver was like, you cannot eat in the car. And I was just I was just like in the third row, just eating. I was like, I got my mask on. I was like, put it through my mouth. I was like, I got my mask on, homie. I can eat and drink and put my mask down. Like that was being a dick, man. Drag, you're like, you cannot eat. I was like, yeah. <laughs> You know, and then, so and then so I'm, I'm eating the rice ball, fucked up, right? Get back to the hotel room, say goodnight to to Pimp and Creepy Steve, who uh, Steve Steve got out of the cab and ran into the woods. So, <laughs> so 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 we get there. I get in my room, bro. I'm eating. I put on Rick Steves. Uh, uh, travel blog on YouTube on my phone. I started watching Rick Steves. He has this travel blog where he goes around. He go, dude. What the fuck is dude? Rick this Steve? guy is wild, dude. <laughs> Google Rick Steves. He goes around. Put a picture of him up. He goes around all the different countries of the world and does like a travel blog. He's fucking wild, right? So I'm watching that. Fall asleep. Wake up when Sergio calls me. Like like all fucked up. Feel depressed. Like hungover. Bad. Wake up, I go walk to the bathroom, like, I see, I'm, I, by the way, slept butt naked, I see mad black and brown on my back, and I'm like, yo, did I get so drunk I shit myself? <laughs> I fell asleep on top of the peanut butter bomb. The peanut butter bomb was all over my sheets, all over my back, bro, nightmare disaster, so I take a shower, check out, bro, my, my room is covered in peanut butter bomb, I had no cash, so and so I swear to God, my friend Pat had come to the one of the shows at Laugh Boston two days ago and gave me like a bag of police merch, so as a tip, I left the housekeepers a Blue Lives Matter hat, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> that's when I left, and they have to clean up like a legit mess. Oh like, God. but it's like, yo. They probably think it's fecal matter. No, it, bro, it honestly. They probably think it's feces. That's what I, that's what I thought it was Can when I first got up. waking up on a Sunday morning oh. and cleaning up feces? That's your job? And then oh. the tip is a Blue Lives Matter hat? <laughs> yo, yo, that's, because I would have loved to tip them. I really think housekeepers, you know, you know, maid services should leave their Venmo. Leave a way for me to scan for you personally how to tip you directly, even if that's through the hotel. And then they split it up. Create a barcode yeah. because so many times I, I can't run down to the ATM or whatever to get can go that, up. That ATM hit, hit me over the head for a $4 charge. Yeah, I can't do that. And then my bank hits me up. That's another like, $4. Like just put the scan how the wait, how the you know restaurants have the barcode on the menu. Like just put the shit like already, like, you know. Uh, get it tattooed on you. Get yeah, get it, get. That's gonna be the next thing. When I want to get, I'll get my Venmo tattooed on me. Just Venmo my arm. Yeah, seriously, you need to paint. That's what I'm gonna say. With the, after the venues, you should not be like that. Beep beep. Because <laughs> the innovators. Because the innovators. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Have you ever got so drunk that you shot the bed? I've never done nah. that. Thank God. And I, nah. in all my years of drunken stupor, have you pissed the bed though? I pissed the bed twice. And nah. what I did, what you do, you just put like a towel, dry it. There's nothing you could do, and then flip over the mattress. Yo. DBS. Yeah, DBS. I've done that, and um, I peed on a plant before. I killed the plant. I rescued the plant because it was actually. In the street, and there was like dogs, you know, like sniffing. And I said, oh, "That's a beautiful plant." Take it home. And one day, I woke up at eleven o'clock in the morning. I was doing mad blow the night before. Stuffy ash nose. Oh, the, the the sun was piercing through the glass. I was like that. I didn't want to get up and walk to the bathroom. So I peed on this fucking beautiful plant. Oh it God. had these beautiful green Yo. leaves. They were lush, and then I had a white flower that bloomed and spoke to me each and oh, every could day. Could you imagine? Could you and imagine? I peed on it, and it folded like this. Yo, could you? Yo, could you imagine? Could you imagine being that flower, like just it looking up? And being 
being so beautiful. And then she's a little ass uncircumcised <laughs> dick like that coming out with, with just this little dick coming out of the foreskin like that. Just with whack piss yo. with prostate, with a swollen prostate. Like, oh, yo, yo. Yo. my belly protruding. Like oh, that. yo, because yo used to be mad swollen. Yo, just yo, yo. swollen. Like this. Was so, uh, oh, well, with your face, with your chin like that, with your hair. Because before you used to shave your head, you used to leave a little bald. You had a little hair up there with a bald ring. Whack, bro. Man, whack, bro. Bro, you used to be so whack. I probably, I probably had an unlit cigarette in between oh. my, my index and my yeah, middle co- finger. Cocaine like residue on the top of the mustache. Like that. <laughs> oh, right, right, right above the plant. The plant was like, no, no. This you is killed not that, right. Kill that flower. Yeah. What can you do? But yeah. yo, honestly, man, this, it feels actually like really uh, amazing for me to like finally like be at the theaters. This was like the goals from the beginning. So now like, it's funny, like when you get here, it's like now I'm just sitting here on a very small couch waiting for pizza with a headache. It's the same thing I do with the comedy clubs. Just a, ca- just a couch that's too small. It really is all the same. It's just the venues get bigger, but we're still doing the same shit. And by the way, Chrissy Theaters is coming. I mean, we got a lot. Go to ChristyComedy.com. I mean, we ha- I think I put 20 theaters on sale. Tampa, Orlando with Andrew Dice Clay. I'm co-headlining with Andrew Dice Clay. The Beacon Theater, the Warner Theater, Washington, D.C. Chicago Theater is going to be going on sale soon. Just check it out. We got Atlanta, the Tabernacle, is, is so many theaters. Philly, a couple of people Philly, have been- the yes. Met. I'm doing oh, the fucking Met in Philly in April. And I'm doing uh, a casino in Bethlehem. Pennsylvania the night before, but Met, the Met in Philly. Just go to ChristyComedy.com, find your city, and let me know if your city's not on there. I'll try to get a theater in your city. But yo, Christy Theater Tours, we're all coming. All three of us are coming, and T.T. Jerry's going to come out to someone. Yo, T.T. Jerry's coming to Vegas. We're doing the win in Vegas. Bro, you may start doing cocaine again. Yo, I'm concerned about my fiat. She was talking about when I dropped a car off in your in your crib. Yeah. And she was talking about, she's like, oh my God, that car is so cute. Yo. And she, like, yo, she looked at it and she, like, she was like, oh, let me see it. It's a real car. Yo. She asked me, this is a real car. She said, it runs on gas. Yo. <laughs> yo, honestly, bro, you better, when you get back tonight, you better, she will fuck your car. She might have fucked your car. Fuck, man. Yo, what are you going to, yo, let me ask you, bro, what are you going to do tonight? Because we're not going to get back to my house until like 2.30 in the morning are you just gonna drive back you're gonna drive oh, home yeah, you're gonna sleep man. over I'm gonna drive the little turtle show back home like that <laughs> yo cause go on. I love driving that night because no one's around I can drive 15 miles per hour like that <laughs> 10 yo, and he's 2 so- with, my, with, the, with the high beams on <laughs> Yo, and you, your little swirly ass Staten Island bro, roads. Bro, you've never seen a more nervous driver. But the, the beautiful thing about having a little bitch ass Fiat is it's funny. We make fun of it. But, but on a night, like when you go home tonight, you're going to find a parking spot like that. Oh, yeah, where yeah, everyone else will be driving around like, I can't find one. <laughs> Fucking parking's murder around here. <laughs> yeah, people say it's murder parking. It's a blood. Hey, the fucking BQE's like a parking lot. <laughs> So oh. annoying when people say it's like a parking lot out of here. <laughs> Shut up. Everybody says the same shit. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, yeah. What you do is, yeah, first you live in Brooklyn, then you move to Staten Island, then you move to New Jersey. That's the progression. Shut oh. the fuck up. I know. It's just that people, we all do the same things. Like, yeah. we all literally, nobody's really that different. Yeah, anyone you know what who I mean? complained about parking spots and traffic, you know what they're complaining about, about now? Vaccines. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. And schools not opening and all the same shit. It's all it's a rollover attitude. The thing is with me, like, I have this theory, and I could be wildly wrong, but I have this theory where if you are someone who's like, road rage like you're a road rage person when you're like honk you're like come on fucking whatever you are just it's it's not really that it's just you're angry you don't like your life 
you're angry at a lot of other things and it just comes out in the car because you're a little stressed and you also feel a safety blanket because you're in a, a car, locked car, there's no repercussions. You could just yell anything you want because I've noticed when I'm happy in my life, I have almost zero road rage. But when I'm going through things, I start to get a little bit angrier at in, in the car. So anybody that honks at me, like, right, I've been very happy recently. Everybody that honks me and gives me the finger, I don't say anything. They're like, just, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's better. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, but you know what, man? Road race, yo, people get fucked up doing that shit. Like, you know, yeah. you, that could cost you your life. Fuck around, Bro, lay around. I never. You I, never know who you're dealing with. Nah, honestly, Paul, the, the stupidest. You ever had a scary experience, road not, rage? Not, not, not uh, 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 with road rage, because I never really do that. But, yo, the one time I did get mad, I fucking always forget about this. But, bro, it was like legit. You lost your shit? Nah, bro, what happened was, is me... Vinny, I just picture your head going like, like, this uh, like the back, just like yo, Delilah, who's six now, was like three oh, months old. Bro, That's she was why. like three months old, right in a car seat, right, rear face a car seat, like a little kid. So me and Jazz are in the car, and there was a car. We were in, living in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and there was a like the the block was like a little like slope down, and there was a car that was like double parked, but like nobody could get by this car like it was weird like we just couldn't get by and he wouldn't move he was like a thugged out dude he was like i ain't fucking moving like so the, he, it was like a one-way street he was double parked. Yo, he's being such an asshole he couldn't go around the block he, he couldn't hug no, closer to the park car nothing he was being a dirtbag and he was being a fucking dirtbag and so You're like the kids. and it was yeah it was pissed me off and i'm trying to like get around he's like yo don't hit my you better not scratch my shit up duke like things like that and it was like really pissing <laughs> me off and i was like yo what the fuck yo so I, as soon as i got past him i was just like fucking like real man yo i went to go put the car in park right and, and i put the car in park and opened the door to come out but bro i didn't put it all the way in park i left it in neutral and the car i was out of the car and the car started going oh. down the hill with jasmine and oh delilah in the car bro i sprinted after the car like in a fucking movie i just picture your big ass hips yeah. <laughs> yo, oh, yo. yo i'm about that i'm insecure about my ass <laughs> yo, yo. yo that's whack right every time i eat too much sodium and drink too much beers i just i wear long coats because i feel like i got fernandez fat. hips yo like that is the yeah. relief picture. He had yeah. his big hips. Big ass hips. And that's, yo, that's a very unattractive thing for women when a guy has a fat ass. They're like, ooh. Yo, yo I, I'm shaped like a pear. Um, so, so, um, so, bro, I sprint. Yo, Jasmine was screaming because she, number one, she doesn't have to drive. Even if you do, you're in the passenger seat. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. She was in the back seat feeding. With the baby. Yes. So she didn't know. Bro, I caught up into the car. Can, uh, if that's happening, can you manually just, oh, you have to Yeah, but, but she didn't even know at yeah, that she time how to, she would have no on. idea bro yeah. the car was going and it was picking up speed yeah because i wonder do you have to press the brake and do it or can you just yeah i guess oh, i don't know but yeah. bro i fucking caught it i caught the car and like slammed on the fucking brakes like oh like God. that bro like the check engine light came on like i fucked like all that and yo, know, she was rightfully like so angry at me like she was like, what the? F and that was like a moment where I was like, yo, I would never. And because I very, very rarely ever got road rage before that. Like I've always been like relatively calm behind the wheel, but that's the one time where I was like, oh my god, like what did I do? I could have like my whole family could have been like, I just put my entire family in danger for some asshole. But rage is addicting. It, yeah. yeah. Well, what did what did the, uh, did the guy see all this shit? Probably. 
You know, I mean, I didn't know. I, like, I just, I just left. You know, after that. But that was that was the craziest. I, I, I always forget. I, it's almost like my mind blocks it out because, bro. I remember, like, I couldn't even like sleep that night because I was like, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, I, that's scary. it was my fault. You know, I had a situation where I was with my brothers in Puerto Rico and they were arguing over a chick. I have twin brothers, half brothers in Puerto oh Rico. Really? Yeah, Wait, they're what? not identical. But they're twin brothers. And you know wow. how old they are? How old? The same age as me. My Whoa. father was a dirtbag. They're like six months older than me. Yo. Yeah. yeah we yeah, got to them out. We got to fuck. Yo. Yeah. One of them doesn't speak any English. The other one is bilingual. And so wow. we're like at a, like a, a, a hole in the wall. Just imagine like. Wait, you don't speak Spanish. I don't. So you can't give me this kid's never communicated with his brother. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to speak to one of them to communicate with the other. No That's way. hilarious. Yeah. After a couple of oh. beers, I became more confident. I was like, do something. You know, yeah, like yeah, we're playing pool like, and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. gasolina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. So imagine, it's like 1998, right? Yo, the hair was, on. Um, you know, I had the lineup, you know, hat to the side. Early. Yo, man thin with a big ass head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, man long neck like that. Like that. Like a pool stick. Yeah, do it. In Puerto Rico, doing shadow box like that. Oh, it'll be a fighter one day. So we're in the, like off the highway. There's like a, a, a the equivalent to like a dive bar that you probably went to yesterday, ex except it's a Caribbean one. So it's like a clay building, no windows, like the Flintstones. Oh shit! Right, oh, and we're playing pool, and oh uh, my brother. They, uh, guess what the names are? Howard and Harold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Howard, Howard and Harold, Harold Chicon. Right. Wow. Yeah. So I um, we're playing pool. One of them starts talking to a girl, and the other one liked her. And yeah. I didn't think anything of it. None of them went home with the girl. We all went in my brother's vehicle, which, by the way, did not, was unable to reverse. Oh. You could, the car was broken. It, you couldn't reverse it. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So like the Flintstones, we used to all have to put our foot out and go like this whenever we need to reverse. Super dirtbag. <laughs> That's whack. Yeah, with flip-flops on, he was like that. Yo, yeah. honestly though, bro, I'd still rather have that car than a Fiat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check it out. We're on a, we're on a four-lane highway, right? It's two... Uh, 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 sorry, we're on a two-lane highway, but the opposing traffic, there's no barrier. It's like oh, weeds and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's arguing. Howard is screaming at Harold, you know, oh, in Spanish, you know, you always, uh, you know, talking to the girls I want to talk to. Her. And he's like hitting him like this. And yo... He hits a fucking, like, a bump in the road, and we go to opposing traffic. 360 like that, and a fucking Mack truck just messes us. Nah. In the middle of the highway, opposing traffic, we all have to put the fucking doors out and oh. go like this. <laughs> and drive straight like that. Hey. Yo. Yo, man, black smoke like that. <laughs> Yo. Yo, you were terrified, Oh, right? my God. My life flashed before my eyes. None of us had seatbelts. We had, like, fucking Heinekens in between our legs. Oh. Yo. Super whack. Oh my god. No, no, you know, air conditioning is sweating profusely. Yo. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Man, that's I mean, but that's a different sort of rage, but to your point, like, you know, people in cars, you gotta fucking know how to act. Yeah. Yo, so if you ever die tragic like that, I'll make sure I I'll make sure your family takes care of. <laughs> Yo, Yo I'm, uh, make sure make sure I take care of your wife real good. You know what I'm saying? Yo, she Colombia, right? South America. Yo, South America. Latin America. Yo, I, I, I like that. Fucks with that. I fuck with that. I know how to handle those women. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, I have an abundance of experience. Hey, yeah. Uh, Yo, this guy wanna eat. Yo, this guy eating a little ass carrot. Yo, Yo, these little mini cats look like my little finger. Look at that shit. So wet. 
Look at that shit. Yo, this shit is whack. Yo. Oh, oh. Yo, well, my daughter first noticed my finger. She was like a six month old. Like she was like eight months to a year old. And she went, she kept on grabbing like that and trying to suck it like a cat. <laughs> 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 no other finger. Yo, your wife started like, Charlie, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> now, what's, what's the rudest someone's ever been about your finger? Anyone ever just talk sh- like this? Oh, I had a girl go, oh my God, gross. And then walked away. <laughs> Yo. Sure, that's gross. Wow. Yeah, and you yeah. were like hooking up with her? No, no, no. It was just like a, this. Like, I was talking about the accident, and she's like, oh my God, that's gross. Like, she's like, ah, I can't. And she walked away. And she had the same pants on with the black tights with the rips in the middle. Like, ah. Yo. She was like, that's fucking gross. I know, one time. Like, it made gro- me feel mad that I was like that with my finger. Like, uh, Yo, that's disgusting. I know, I, when I used to be a physical therapist, there was this. Um, I talked about, I had had like a boil. Which like I don't know what the difference <laughs> between a pimple and a so boil, gross. but there was a boil on like my one of my ass cheeks, oh, and I had talked and those to. Things take forever to go bro, away. there was a, I had a boil on my they ass cheek like all through away. college, like the same boil just on my ass cheek. How do you even get a boil? Dude, well, it could be, be friction. It could be it could be like a pimple that just doesn't pop, but it's in your ass, so it's always hot and humid yeah. there, oh. and it just remains there. It's like the perfect conditions to grow boils. Dude, boy. <laughs> Yo, so I talked. So I used to. T- I talked about when I became a physical therapist at one of these clinics I used to work at. I talked about like the boil once, like whatever, like <laughs> like almost like professionally, like to one of like the other therapists. And the woman, the receptionist there, had heard it. And she was like, oh, like, that's so gross, whatever. And I was like, yeah. And I, and I had felt, like, really good about myself. I was, like, you know, like, in shape, like, you know, whatever. And then she told my boss, like, the next day, she's like, he really disgusts me. And I can't even eat my lunch when he's around because he's, like, disgusting to me. So I had to, when she got her lunch, go in the back room oh because she couldn't eat her lunch around me. And I remember feeling, like, so fucking disgusting where I was like oh my god I'm so repulsive to some human being that they're like I can't even eat around you yeah she would pack like her fucking her lunch that was in a fucking tinfoil just wrap it up and leave leave but then fucking luck always catches up because then I found out that 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 woman who said that about me was actually cheating on her husband with my one of the guys that worked at that uh, uh, clinic and like the whole thing got like blown up. I think she got fired. Like uh, got divorced. Like the whole her whole fucking life got ruined. So I was like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one crazy news story. Oh really? Uh, a masked mob of eighty people swarm a Nordstrom store in California and just take all the shit. Really? Have you guys heard about? There's a new trend on the West Coast where people are just running in like twenty person gangs, stealing everything from CVSs and dipping. So bad that CVS is shutting down locations in, in the West Coast. It's like the new Squid Games. Yeah. That, 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 that's like, I mean, honestly, with the way that the police, you know, like are like, you know, whatever, like uh, uh, don't, aren't really doing their job. Well, not that they're not doing their jobs, but like. Well, here we go. Blue Lives Matter. Back, backpedaling. Blue Lives Matter. He doesn't give a shit about that sweat. He left the housekeeper mad shit on it. How the government is not supporting the police <laughs> and the people on social media are believing the big lie. And they're not supporting the police. Um, I feel like they, that like cops, like like you really in certain cities can commit a crime and get away with it. Like it's almost teetering on like old school, like wild west laws in certain places where it's like, 
yeah, they're not going to do anything, or they don't have the they don't have the personnel to catch you. So 20, 30 people running into CVS and doing everything. What, what are they going to do? They're going to fucking look the other way. Spend resources now to try to find each and every single one of you. It's not going to work. Yeah, listen, man. I mean, it's uh, it's scary. <laughs> it's a super disrespectful, and it's a crime. But if like no one's being hurt, and they're just grabbing shit, grabbing run. Then you know you just got to let it go. Fuck it. Well, guess who these CVSs need to hire? Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, what's crazy, the only dangerous part to me is they've stolen all the medicine from the CVS. They've jumped the counter and steal the medicine. And then there's open air markets now where they're selling medicine in the street, but they're cutting it. Yo, honestly, bro. It, That's the, super dope. Bro, it's a little scary. I never experienced this like ever like in my lifetime. Bro, like when my daughter was sick, you know, she had a head cold a couple of weeks ago. I had to go to like four different drugstores to find medicine for her. It's like, and each store was like, yeah, no, we're just out or we haven't gotten a supply of that. Where it's like, you never had to do that. Like eventually I found it and you could, but it's like, how long till it's like, eventually you don't find it and you have to cross state lines or you have to somehow like just make do like that's possible. You know, it's, it's like yeah, pretty scary. That's coming, dude. Yeah. I, I, someone sent me a link that there's gonna be a shortage of things like that, like medicines come. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so you get. So then, what you have? I wish you, I would have read the article. I just looked at the link. And then <laughs> I got, wish I had more then, to share. No, because then what you're gonna have is yeah, these open air markets or these people that just buy it all up. They just buy it all up, and then you have to buy through them for like twice the price. Like people are just dirt bags, you know. Crazy. These people are buying like Tylenol, but then some of it's fentanyl. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. I know, dude. The fentanyl between the fentanyl and just like people not having like purpose it's crazy. i think i want to do like i want to mic i want to micro dose fentanyl in the chris and eddie show such a small dosage will kill Bro, you i'm gonna do i'm gonna do um actually mushrooms my friend is sending me micro dosed mushroom gummy chocolates oh, that are wow. legal in oregon he's gonna send them to oh, me sick. yeah and he said he said dude he said i promise you like these would be perfect for the Chris and Eddie show, which is on patreon.com slash Christy Comedy, where I take edibles, a.k.a. Eddie's, and we do a show. It's so fun. It's available for all levels. Um, we He told me he's going to send that to me because it'd be perfect for the Chris and Eddie oh, show because yeah. he said microdosing mushrooms, like, you don't even feel, you just are calm and you're centered. He was like, you, will ne you won't trip on anything. He said it's legal in Oregon. Like, it's it's FDA approved. So all, all the, like, Silicon Valley guys, that's what they do all day. Yeah, he told me he wouldn't be where he's at in his career. He's got a very successful business without this microdosing mushrooms. He was like, it just unlocks a part of your brain, it's a weird. door. I, I've heard people say, like, gives you distance from your own life, so you analyze. Yeah, because I'm starting to think now, like, I've always, and I grew up, like, you know, I grew up with being, like, drugs are bad, alcohol's bad, all these things are bad. But I'm like, I wonder if the statistics on how bad they are for you are way inflated when really the answer is the government doesn't want you to open up those doors in your mind because they don't want you as free thinking and they don't want the best version of you. So they're like, it's all illegal because inflate these stats of how bad it is for this, this, and this. But in reality, it might be like, we might be always, like human beings may be on this planet, like a part of our natural uh, evolution might be we're supposed to be eating these plants like that. Like that's like our superpowers that we just don't have unless the, maybe the people at the top have it and that's what they do. Well, they want us to be cattle and just buy shit. That's what it is. Consume, consume, consume. All it is is about consuming. That's what they that's what they do all the time in the government. When there's times of like when they're starting to lose some power, they're like, just bring things out, consume, consume, consume. 
Absolutely. And the thing is, uh, the government doesn't really care to end the war on drugs. They failed miserably. They don't give it's, a it's shit. Part of the, it's part of our society, and there's such a trade with money and, and prison and everything. It makes society work. Yeah, they if need it. If it was legalized and it was uh, really like uh, managed to the point where like you're getting good drugs that in you know in micro dosages whatever you can uh, kind of like live your life. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work for society because people right. wouldn't get locked up, uh, and there, there wouldn't be any money really, really involved. There's a whole lot of money in this mama. There's a guy named. All right, I'm here to talk to you about DoorDash. I love it. I use it. Okay, you know me. I like to eat. I'm getting fatter and fatter by the second. My cholesterol is TTR through the roof, and it's all because I love eating food, and I'm so so happy. And the places, the place that gets me the food the quickest, DoorDash. The delivery people DoorDash uses too. I know it's like all random, but honestly, the nicest, best delivery people come from DoorDash. I don't know what that reason is, but DoorDash, you're doing a great job, and I love your food. I mean, if you got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, chores to take care of, you know, whatever you got to do, why not just use a little help from DoorDash? That's what I do, okay? I like to, me and Pimp will we'll take edibles, and then we get really hungry. We get some munchies. DoorDash brings us all the food that we want tonight. Um, I found so many great restaurants from DoorDash ordering from there. And then I wind up going there in person. And it's just literally, if I have another child, I'm probably going to name it DoorDash. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code CHAOS. That's 25% off, up to $10 in value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code CHAOS. Don't forget, that's code CHAOS for 25% off your first order with DoorDash, DoorDash, DoorAss. Subject to change terms apply. I mean, baby, we, I mean, they, and they're affiliated with everybody Popeyes, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. I, should we get Cheesecake Factory from DoorDash right now? Seriously, honestly, do it. Go to DoorDash, get the app, put in the code chaos, get 25% off. All right, I like this app, this new app that's out. It's called True Bill. It's really actually pretty dope. So listen, it's a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. Do you know how many of us go through that? Where like you've subscribed to a thing, uh, whatever, and you just forget about it, and it's just on auto pay, and it's like you're like, oh, it's only this amount of money, but like after a while, like that all builds up. True Bill prevents that and get you get more money in your pocket. On average, listen to this. On average, people save up to seven hundred and twenty dollars a year with True Bill. That's a lot of freaking money, kid. I mean, you can buy a lot of Patreon episodes with that. Um, because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill make Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Tap 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 that ass. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash chaos. Go right now, Truebill.com slash chaos. It could save you thousands a year, baby. There's a guy named Dr. <laughs> Dr. Carl Hart, a Carl Hart, and he's like mad. He's like a, 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 a heroin user, but he wants I heard to- heard of this guy. Yeah, he wants to um, create, like in festivals, like it's a very, uh, uh, it's, the, the idea is to at festivals, People are going to use drugs. There's no way to stop that. Mm. So when you say, oh, you're, you're enabling people, people are doing it no matter what you do. Right. They don't care, they don't care about uh, 20 years in jail. They don't care if they die. Like, the people are going to do drugs, right? Right. But people die. They're one of them. <laughs> people do <laughs> die of drugs a lot of times when it's cut with something or whatever. Sure. So they said, 
you get it tested there, you know it's a 100% MDMA or whatever it is, and you're good to go. But at least you have the liberty to test your drug. Yeah, I don't see, and, well, and I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, you're an adult. Like, you you know, it's your body, and then you know exactly what you're Well, taking. you were the one who was telling me that now, kids, you're able to buy fentanyl strips, right? And you're able yeah, to Jessica test. Jessica told us. Yeah, Jessica yeah. told us where you're able to test a drug or put cocaine or whatever on a strip, and if it's fentanyl, it'll turn a different color. As a parent, my child's not at that age yet, but as a parent, you know, she's six years old, so I, I would assume living on Sentinel, she'll start doing fentanyl and all that when she's about nine. As a parent, <laughs> I want to, I would absolutely give my, I would tell her the dangers of drugs and I don't want you to do drugs and I think that they're wrong and all that stuff. But if you are, please put them on this strip to make sure you don't accidentally overdose on, on fentanyl. I would, I yeah, would. To not have that option it's irresponsible. Like to say, because people are going to do drugs. That's the fact of the matter, right? There's no way yeah. around it. Yeah. So it should be I would an option. I would tell the same thing. I would say the same thing to my daughters as well as like sex. I would be the be like, look, I, I don't want you having, you know, sex outside of a relationship. I don't want you to be, you know, this way, but you're going to go out and do it. So just have condoms and don't forget God made an asshole. You have that too. You can't get pregnant from the asshole. Yeah, like, show her your first special. Yeah. Here's the condoms. <laughs> no, but I really would. I would give my kids, I, I think for my daughter's sweet 16, I'm going to give them money and, and a nice cake and a nice party. And also every all of her friends are going to get a goodie bag from me with a fentanyl strip and condoms. They'll all, that's what they'll all get. And a link to my next special. <laughs> that's what it is. Dude, I wonder when my daughter's 16, like what I'll be. Like she's gonna be digging in the archives too. Oh my god! That's all. It's ten years from now, dude. The other day, she said, "Yeah, everyone on the bus was watching your videos." Yikes! Yeah. Well, no, I know it's bad now too because, like, when I go pick up my stepson from school, he's eleven. Like, like the eighth graders will be like, come up to me and be like, "Oh, uh, dude, I know." Like they think like, "Oh, that's that comedian guy." And so now, and I, it's not, I don't think they knew who I was before, but they must have heard, "Oh, somebody's parent mm -hmm. is a comic," and now they actively search for my TikToks and this. So it's like, it's a little like, do I have to be careful now about what content I put out because children are watching it? Because if that's the case, I'm going to get canceled. But the thing is, all the kids have phones. We were talking about this. They're all watching porn. Yeah, and you also yeah. crossed over with, with, with Sal having such a younger demographic. Right. Yeah, that ties in, too, because a lot of kids know him because yeah. of impractical. I know, it's dude. It's weird. I've always thought about that. Like, Chrissy PG. Uh, when you're at, like, school functions and stuff, like, you must get pestered by the other... Well, no, you know what? You know what? Actually, now it's happening, I guess, again, being on Staten Island, it's, it's kind of like my crowd. Um, the parents, like, you know, know my comedy or whatever, and they're they're, like, so, like cool about it like everybody like i haven't met like one dad or mom who's like you know offended by it they're all like hey we're coming we're buying tickets we'll be at the beacon theater we'll go see you at the borgata whatever it is like we're happy you're a part of this community now oh, cool. which is nice i think that the, the and, and same thing on my block everyone is like cool with my block they're, they're everyone on my block is cool it's just i guess it'll be shocked to them when i move out but what can you do when they see a u-haul truck coming <laughs> Dude, could you imagine I got thrown out of my house and moved into the basement of one of the other houses on the block? That'd be great. That'd be hilarious. Like, there's a there's a, one of the houses on the corner that they are renting out their basement. How wild would that be? Is I now own the house across the street, but I'm paying rent to live in the basement. <laughs> a little-ass window with spiderwebs oh, on black. it. You know that little basement window that opens like this much? Yeah, that, that's what I am. I'm like, Delilah, I'm down here. <laughs> Dad, Dad's place is down here.
Oh like yeah, it's like a little, yeah. You're trying to convince us. It's like a little hideout. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Daddy's okay. I'm living out of garbage bags. Daddy's okay. How's Go on the blue one? That's where his socks are. Yeah, yo, yo, it was whack too, dude. When I used to live, when I was like, you know, like single co-parenting, and 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 you know, Delilah used to come over, bro. When she would come over. We would have mad fun, bro. I had a mattress on the floor. We would eat pizza and like bullshit food all the time. And then when I would take her to school, I would pick her up Tuesdays and then take her to school Wednesday mornings. And bro, was her hair used to look whack because I didn't know how to do her hair. So it got to the point where one of the well, I mean, you know, as soon as I would drop her off because we, you know, it was like a, the preschool she went to. They had like this app. Where like they would upload pictures of the kids for the parents, whatever. So like I would always like I drop her off Wednesday at nine a.m. and then just wait on my phone to you know until they uploaded a picture and then right away I, I would I would see Jasmine would text me by like ten o'clock she'd be like you sent our daughter to school with hair looking like that what kind of parent are you you know like just go like that and I'd be like yo she won't let me do her hair but then it got to the point where the the one of the teachers was like yeah like we always know like when it's like. You know, when she was with you, it's like dad hair. So she said, why don't you get a bag of scrunchies and hair ties, leave them in the school. And when you drop her off, the teacher said, I'll do her hair in the girl's bathroom. And, you know, that's what we'll do. So that's, so uh, we got saved like that. You can't just, uh, you're unable to do just a regular ponytail? I would, no, she wouldn't let me. And honestly, I, I don't think I could. You could put your daughter's hair yeah, in a ponytail? I, 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 a little bit of uh, warm water, comb it back. Tied up, scrunchy. That's all I could do. It's a little puff in the back. Yeah. And sometimes she looks like George Washington, but I get it done. <laughs> but it looks, it, but the ponytail that you do versus your wife's, yours is oh, black compared yeah, to your wife's. Yeah, right? Liz would throw two braids on it. Yeah. It got, you know, it, it, she could throw a bun on it. It could be loose in the back. Two braids, like she hooks yeah, it up. You're, you're, and there's like no complaints when I'm doing it. She's rolling her eyes. Yeah, she's like, ow, dad, ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pulling my hair, dad. When, when, when she was young, and I, I have to wash her hair when Liz was flying and stuff. Yeah. One day, I'll never forget, I was washing her hair and she looked at me and she said, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yo. Change the yo, my, of her voice yo, and my, everything. My daughter, Delilah, yo, when she was like three, when she would be at my house, bro, there was times where I would like, you know, fill up the bathtub and I would come in and she'd be sitting in the bathtub with her Barbie dolls drowning them. She'd be yelling at her Barbie dolls with her Barbie dolls like that. Like, like that I was like, yo, what a little psycho. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, the thing is, the thing is with, do you want kids pimp or no? Yeah, of course. You do? Yeah, yeah. When you want to have kids, if you could pick an age? Um, probably later 30s. Like what's the perfect age for you to have a child? If you, if you. Could pick like any age. It could just 36. happen. 36. Well, when my life's more stable, but probably 36. If more I stable. Because you're about to be 30. Turn 30, yeah. That's when I had my first kid was 30. How old were you when you had Charlie? 32. 32. That shit was on plan. My wife clamped me. Yo, I know. I got trapped you know, too. I on top and they squeezed. I was, I was like, yo, I was, I was about to come and she clamped. Yo. I saw the dimples. Yo. No, same with me. <laughs> <laughs> yo. You know, no, the dimples, that's yeah. tightness. It's yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, you're like me. Have you ever approached her with this conspiracy? Yeah, she goes, oh, you're lying. She walks away. Yo. Yo, I say, remember it vividly. New York one was playing in the background. No. It was day sex. Same, bro, same thing with me. Same thing happened with me at Jazz. We, we, what, did she clap you or did she no, hook no, no, you? No. They could do a hook too. No. If you do a missionary, they could hook you. No, I was, like I, I was, I was living. At, we were living in. Uh, I was living in Long Island City. She had slept over. She was going. She was on her way to work. And I was like, I was like, come over here, girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me send you off right. Like something like that. But I was yo, I was mad horny. I woke up like mad horny. And, and, I, and like, like, <laughs> yo, why does his neck get lost? He loses his neck. Yo, bro, I remember, I, I remember that day. I was, I was, yo, I was super horny. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I use it. I love it. Mental health is so important nowadays. You got to talk to somebody. We're all walking nutbags. 
I love my therapist at BetterHelp. I actually have a crush on him, and uh, because slowly as I'm going through therapy, I'm realizing I am gay. And uh, shout out, shout out, Felix. And um, you can start communicating in under 48 hours if you start using BetterHelp. First of all, it, it, there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. You start communicating with people right away in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line, okay? It is not self-help. It is professional professional counseling done securely online. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states, okay? All 50, not just the lower 48. We're talking Alaska and Hawaii too. That's how crazy it's gotten, okay? So all you got to do is go to betterhelp.com slash chaos. That's B-E-T-T-E-R H-E-L-P and join over the 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health, mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I love BetterHelp. I do most of the uh, sessions with no pants on and somewhat of an erection. But that's just my choice. You don't have to do that, but you don't have to have pants on. It's all over Zoom or you know the internet, so it's great. Betterhelp.com slash chaos. Put in the special offer for the, the Chrissy Chaos listeners will get 10% off. 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash chaos. Go get your mental health in check. Disco, I love it. It's men's face wash and men's like face care products and skincare products. I've been using it. The skincare face face moisturizer, it smells like spearmint and it's unbelievable. There's a lot of times where I forget to do the laundry and wash my towels and they smell musty and like and and like butt, but I get too lazy to air dry, so I just keep washing myself with the same towel that doesn't really smell that good. But then I put the disco face moisturizer on my face and I forget that my body doesn't smell like a musty old towel. It smells like nice spearmint. And Disco, it's a clean skincare brand based in Austin, Texas, the capital. All Disco products are created specifically for male skin, biological born male skin. That's what I'll say. They're all created for them. Uh, and it fixes skin issues like under eye bags, dark circles, acne, razor burn, oily skin, dry skin, and wrinkles. And it's just awesome. If you're looking to start a skincare routine for the first time, Disco Starter Set is a no-brainer. It also makes me think of Disco Fries. So I, li- I always get hungry when I'm putting Disco on my face, and I just like it. I put it all over my body. Also, you know what the best part about Disco is? It's TSA approved and very portable. I bring my Disco products on the plane. I bring them to the gym whenever I go. It's awesome. If you want to check out Disco and try their incredible skincare products for yourself, we have a special offer for the Chrissy Chaos audience. Go to www.letsdisco.com slash chaos or enter chaos at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's letsdisco.com slash chaos, 30% off your first order. Thank you, Disco. I'm Chrissy Disco. And she was in the shower and and I was like, I was like, you don't put your clothes on, just come out here. And yo, and, yo, and I swear to God, I'll never forget, bro. I was I, I woke up, I woke up and I and, and I and I was and I was butt naked with just my socks on, sitting at the edge of the bed, like that, pulling my little ass dick like that. Yo, yo, my balls were mad my balls were mad red. Sergio shut the door. My ball my balls were mad red. And I looked like a I looked like a fucking baboon ass. Like oh, and then and then she and then she came at me, she's like, What are you doing? Like that. And I was like, I'm over here, you know what I'm saying? And then I literally, because I was already like like stroking a little bit, and her body was like wet from coming out of the shower. So like it just slid, it just like slid right in, cause like you know, cause her body was wet, bro. And I swear to God, it was like two. Po- I went like this, I was like, <laughs> like that. And yo, like a full. And she was like, are you fucking stupid, blah 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 blah. 
And we went, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, whatever. I was so horny, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just so horny, blah, yo, blah, blah. Be, and then right before work, I'll never forget, we went to a Rite Aid right underneath the train station, and she took a Plan B and then got on the 7 train. And she took it, and we were like, oh, we're good. And then fucking Delilah beat the plan. Like, it didn't work. The plan and, and and she took it because I was like, now put your tongue out like that. <laughs> Yo, you know? no, I'm kidding. He was acting like the officer. She was the criminal. <laughs> Let me see if you got any razors in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no. So and then it just didn't work. And then and then my and then my daughter was born. But it was crazy because when we told the OBGYN like, oh yeah, like we took a plan B, she was like, oh no, that's a serious problem. We now have to do like there's like a, a couple of shots or medications that she needed. Jasmine needed and to you were take. Like, Great, more money out my pocket. Yeah, I was like, does my insurance cover that? Oh Yo, it was crazy. Yeah, you guys are a cautionary tale. But dude, having ch- but you know what it is with having kids is like, you know, a lot of times you'll hear. I said it myself. I was like, oh, you know, I'll have kids when I'm ready or, or times not right. But once you have the child, the time it's just right. I I think you could have a child at 15 and figure it out. Like a- nature just does something. You know, you can make it work, but. I mean, yeah, I'm not just going to get some random person pregnant. I know. Well, who do you think? We're trying to persuade you to to do it. To let go on some pussy tonight. Yo. Michael. (laughs) Mike. Come on, Mike. Come on, baby. I love your pressure. Oh, man. I would love, I would love, like, on one of these theater tours, like, one where we're. Imagine a homeless man baby with, like, little corduroy pads and sunglasses. Yo, be mad mad cute. Mad cute. With green eyes and a beard. Yo. The baby's little pacifier looks like an edible. It's like that. Instead of a bobo, it has a little camera. (laughs) Yo. Yo. Like, oh, we'd love for, like, one of these theaters we're going to do, like, in the middle of the country. Like, I think we're going to, like, Grand Rapids, Michigan or something like that. You just get a girl pregnant there and you just have to fly there once a month. Oh, yeah. I pitch it. Yeah, yeah. And it's something that you maybe had too many warm Heinekens on an empty stomach. It's some some girl named Dorothy. No, you know what? You know what I predict? She's got a boil on her ass. You know what I think? You know what? You know what I think is going to happen for you? Here's what's going to happen for you. You ready for this? Look at the pinky. Because you love... Because you love, you love um, like the mountains and west coast of the country. We're coming to Portland and Seattle. We're doing Rev Hall and the Moore Theater in in March. You're going to get a girl pregnant in Portland or Seattle because you love the Pacific Northwest and you're going to manifest you wanting to be there more. So Portland or Seattle, if you're coming to either one of those shows in March, you might have a chance to have Homeless Pimps Baby. It's up to you. (laughs) That's where it's going to happen. Portland or Seattle in March. God Guarantee. Damn it. God yeah. damn it. Guarantee. And yeah, Chris is mad. Can you come to Staten Island this weekend for an episode? You'll be like, I got the baby. I got, Yo, the, baby. I got the baby. Oh my God. Pimp. What do you want me to do? Dude, I got the baby. Him with the baby line. Pimp editing with the baby. Bro, I went to Homeless Pimp's house. I saw where the pimp actually is. Bro, his backyard looks like <laughs> fucking like somebody does illegal shit in your backyard. Oh, yeah. Bro, f- broken TVs face down, <laughs> cat food cans everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. feed the stray cats? I got stuck feeding the strays. Who yeah. would do that? You it's would. a long story. I, would. I got sucked in. I got sucked in. But the, yeah, there was a storm and there was cans all over, bro. Yo, Super bro, dirt the, bag. That, yeah, but why leave the cans there? I had to pick them up to pull out my car. Yeah, they well, no, you have to pick them up because you shouldn't leave cans out there. You should spray them down, put them recycled immediately. Recycling's wow. another scam. Recycling's another scam. It's all, it costs like more money and energy and it's worse for the environment. Recycling. It's all scam. <laughs> Yo. Yo, it's all scam. It's all scams, 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 scams. Um, but my favorite part about I this got a week, headache. Holy shit! You're still, you're still fighting it, bro. I got a fu- I'm Take fully hungover. I took two hours. I'm waiting for that pizza. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. talking about doing mushrooms, but you don't want to take more Advil. 
<laughs> I took I took mushrooms uh, when I went to Amsterdam. Have you guys been to Amsterdam? No, man, we gotta go. We're gonna yeah. try to go next year to European tour. And they it, it was legal at the time I went, and they had different grades of the um, the 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 mushrooms. And one of them I took was called uh, it was like the lightest one. I think it was called like white spider, or was that the weed? I don't know. It was the lightest grade, and mm-hmm. it comes like in a little wonton cup. You know how you got your grilled chicken yesterday, yeah, separated yeah. from your salad. It was in a fucking little container yeah, you like got that. Got a prostitute out there in Amsterdam? No, but I'll tell you. So I took the mushroom. I walked to the red light district, and the prostitutes they were fucking lazy. Like, I, yo, you gotta entice me. They were checking. The, they were there's glass windows like you're walking by Macy's, and they're checking their phone like this. Yo, I'm like yo, and it was back then where they didn't even have like uh, smartphones. They were on Nokia playing. Yeah, snake. there was like this lazy, like that. and it, one of them rolled their eyes at me, like like oh, you're gross. Wow. Yeah, it, it, she looked at me. I think she might have saw the finger. She was like oh, gross. Yo, you look at the type of guy you remind. Like you're probably one of those guys. Like you would like you would fall in love. Like you would think a stripper or a prostitute really likes you. Like you know you would I've believe been to that. Strip clubs and I, I I sat down for two hours with one, and I would say, why are you doing this? Like you know yo. you know you, you know if you dig inside, I'm sure you have a talent. That can you can share with the world other than your body. I was doing that, holding her hand, giving a man money, like hey. yo, yeah, yeah, yo. She's just rubbing the titty. Yo, there was a strip. Wait, club. wait, let me tell you. I oh, did the ahead. mushroom. Yeah, yeah, the mushroom, and it slowed my ass down to the point where I couldn't even cross the street. The trolleys are mad slow, and I was stuck holding that. Wow. So you didn't like the high on mushroom? I liked it, but it, I, I became immobile. Like I was like a little bit like all the colors but became. That wasn't a micro dose though. That's. You've done mushrooms, pimp? No, no, never. We yeah. discussed this. So no. it was a light grade of it, but I did a lot of of, a, of the lowest grade, but a lot of it. Oh, all right. And then I was smoking weed on a, in a oh badly God. rolled joint. And then every dog I saw was like this majestic beast. I saw like a great day, and I was like, such a beautiful animal. And I stood in one park for eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, I was like that stuck like that with a Brazilian couple that was in a hostel with me. I was like that. Wow. And then I went. To my hostel, I almost had a fight at a nightclub the night before, so I started apologizing to the people I was traveling with. Yeah, I was like that. So in the hostel, you keep all your luggage in the lobby. I said, can I get my luggage? And I emptied it like a real junkie, like emptied out all my stuff in the lobby. I'm like, where's my shirt? You guys don't have my shirt. I was bugging. Oh when I'm saying, apologize to the girls I was hanging out with. That I was like, I'm sorry, I almost got into a fight nowhere in another country or like that. And then I would go get beer. And I lasted for too long. I lasted for 12 hours. And I was giving... Uh, I was over, you don't tip over there. You're not supposed to tip. They don't care. But right. I tip. I'm a good tipper. You're a good tipper. Yeah. You know, we tip, right? Yeah, yeah. I was out there. So 10 euros is like $20 over there. So for a beer, I was giving like 10 euros. And they were looking at me like, you're on drugs. You're giving way too much. And they would take, I spent mad money on tips like that. Ugh. And then at one point, I looked in the mirror and I looked like a gorilla. And I lit up a cigarette and I should turn into an umbrella. And I couldn't wait to get sober. Yo. It was a little weird. But it wasn't too freaky. I knew I was under the influence. I knew I could get control if I closed my eyes. But it was a little back and forth. That's like, a lot. I was, I was slow moving. I, I, I would try to cross the trolley the tracks. And I was like, oh. Like, I, I kept on running back. I think I was moving at regular speed and it didn't feel like it though. Wow. Let me ask you this. If they made mushrooms like fully legal here, would you take them or you think that that counts as breaking sobriety? No, I can't. I, 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 I personally wouldn't. But I, I, I do uh, agree that people should have the liberty of doing it. I personally wouldn't. I like to be in a. Yeah, like, like if you're sober, sober from. You, like you could be sober from one thing. Like if, you're, if you don't drink, you don't drink. But people who are sober from alcohol can smoke. Yeah, everyone's weed or, different. Everyone's yeah, different. But I, yeah, I just don't like to feel. To roll the dice with being out of control. And that for me will be. For me, that would be. You know. And also, you already went full addict. So you yeah, know that's, yeah, exactly. that's what's chilling. And then, oh, yeah. you know, and that, that's it, 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 it's not too long after. Then I have a beer. 
and then a beer, like, yeah. and that could be good for a couple of months. I just know yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Dude, I has, any, has anyone ever done a podcast where the entire episode I have a fruit and vegetable plate on that the person sitting next to me is picking at? <laughs> I mean, every time he takes it, he's like very close to my balls. It's just sexual. Di- he's literally dipping. He's dipping. In front. Those cats is right. <laughs> they do it right. They do. They do it right. They the do it right. Her. They do it right. People ask me, you, you performed at the Wilbur. I'm like, yeah, the cats are right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how do you feel about doing the, the the theater? Is this your first time ever doing a theater? Nah, there are a couple of theaters with you. Oh, with Foxwoods. Yeah, this is I like the this intimacy. Is a di- this is a dope. Oh, off the bat, as soon as I walk down that alleyway past those uh, dumpsters, and I walked into the actual stage, it just felt different immediately. I felt like the intimacy and like the 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 artistry is there. It's like yeah. in Boston. The comic one was good, but it felt very it felt a little corporate. Like yeah. it just it was really yeah. big and vast. And we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. But this feels like 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 a like proper theater. It really theater. lends itself to comedy. Feels yeah, like. and we're gonna eat we're gonna get um some pizza because we were we went to go to a place on the corner of the Wilbur Theater called Boston Pizza. And as soon as I saw in their window, they said we also proudly serve halal. I said, no thanks. <laughs> uh, it's not no diss on halal. I've had halal food. It's very good, but you can't be doing halal and pizza. Mm. It's one or yeah, the other. Yeah, business one or the other are just, are just greedy. Mm. Yeah, let me get Frankfurters, Knishes, halal food, no. pizza. Focus on one thing. I'm not gonna ever go to a halal. I would never eat halal food that served pizza. And I, I would think, never eat that pizza. I also, I also think it's disrespectful if you're in Boston and you're calling it New York pizza. That's some dirtbag shit. That's some dirtbag shit. Yeah, they were, they were like, oh, it tastes just because New York pizza. I was like, nah, 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 nah. But also, I'm not a pizza snob. Are you a pizza snob? I'll eat dollar pizza. Me too. Standing yeah, I'll eat anything. I, 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 I eat pizza. I got pizza hut. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not he a pizza snob. Pizza I've eaten at the Olive Garden. But my favorite part of the weekend was seeing you go from the park show to the comedy club. Yeah, dude. So for me, you know. This has been like a crazy up and down weekend because we get here, we do Laugh Boston, right? Six five shows though, six so out, so out. <laughs> so we go, we do Laugh Boston. Then we do, I we are walking through the park, Boston Common Park. We see an open mic going on. I get on and do comedy at the open mic in the middle of the day <laughs> with these college kids, freezing cold. Before that, a flock of pigeons fly above us. We definitely have a rare pigeon disease. Yo, the flock of pigeons. Because we got like the underarm fucking d- Bro, I haven't, I haven't felt the same since, since those pigeons <laughs> flew like that. Then after that, then then we do the park show. Now we're doing the theater. This this it it is this is the life of a comic though where like whatever you're doing you're not too far away from doing the thing you always used to do like when I first did the David Letterman show in 2013 I took the train in the Letterman suit and went and did a pretty much open mic at 11 p.m. at this place called the Village Underground uh, the Village Lantern for four Swedish people uh-huh. that's what I did in the same suit I just worn on David Letterman and that's what like I'll do here like the shows are sold out I knew we were doing the Wilbur but you see an open mic in the park I was like well I'm just gonna go do the open mic you have to do that people were getting tight at you too like people walking by yeah that's how great is that I'm a professional comedian 10 years have finally got to myself where I'm selling out getting to theaters and I walked people at the park show (laughs) I was walking people at the park show that was like open mic comedians I walked more people than them I yeah, it. one girl with purple hair that was flipping out the front of her Scully knitted hat. <laughs> so she mad. walked there, she was like, Yeah, this is problematic. And yeah. she walked she walked away. She this is an issue. Yo. And then that host did you dirty. 
The what? guy who brought you up, like, did but you? not intentionally. So, yeah, he's yeah, just, he got, he's just he, green. Yeah, he pretty much. He's like, he's like this. Guy, he was Asian, the host. He's like, this guy <laughs> makes a lot of jokes about Asians and other minorities, and a lot of people don't find it funny, but I do. Here's I Chris love Stefano. it. Christy D. Yeah, so I just get on stage. I'm like, yeah, I fucking hate Asian people. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is this? Because I was like so confused on that intro. I was like, do I make jokes about other race? Like, what are you talking about? No, I didn't get. It. I, but. I love this green. He doesn't. Yeah, you know. he was just young. But he's a nice kid. He's I a nice kid. I loved it just because I feel like we time traveled through a whole comics career in a weekend. Seriously, and that's what it is. And here's the thing: you know, do the Wilbur. God willing, keeps going, going, going. I mean, I could get to the Boston Garden, but you're never really that far from that park show. Just know that. Know that in anything in your life, anything in your career, you're really never that far away from having it all go to shit again and go right back to square one. So just know that. Don't ever think you're fucking too cool for the room in anything in life. That's a perfect way to end. You will be replaced. You will be replaced. <laughs> the perfect way to end is you will be replaced. And Turpin. Yo. Kane. Um, I, I licked my palm. The audio listeners are probably like, what are they doing? What are they? Ha yeah. They have, half, half, the, half this podcast has been Sergio chewing carrots, and now he's blocking my camera. What a dick. Act like you've been here before. <laughs> Not on the mic, though. Yo. Oh. Chaos. 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 All right, patreon.com slash Christy Comedy for all the behind the scenes of what's going to happen here tonight at the Wilbur and what's been happening in Boston. Great episodes. We did a great episode from the Green Room of Laugh Boston uh, last night. And uh, yeah, and ChristyComedy.com for all my uh, theater tour dates, which we're all going to be at. It's going to be fun. And then uh, also on tour with Sal Volcano. So go get all those tickets at ChristyComedy.com. And also on the Patreon, there's an episode. Chris is on edibles with his father and TT. Oh my God. That episode, I took edibles to just sit down and talk to TT. And then my father showed up and it got pretty wild. I kind of feel like that one's a must see. All right. Thanks, fellas and girls and babies. Peace. <laughs>